This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Persons Radio! I don't usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? I guess it's a show where you talk to <laughs> people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Cat. What's up, bitch? This is Mary Coolahan. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trackerberry with a very quick phone call. It's me, Gene Crackhead George. It's Marta. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story? It's raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. Oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid, it's childish, and I would never do that to you. Lower East Simon. What kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hand. I take care of feral cats. There's a meatball. It's in the house. <laughs> Caller, it lift me out of this slump. Caller! I'm not a fan of the show. I've never heard of it before. Are you back to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. It's not that easy. can help. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I truly can't tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Yeah. Come in. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. You know what they say about the fittest? Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Young Persons Radio, your Sunday morning comedy talk program, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I hope you enjoyed the first ever episode of Fifth and Long, new sports show that precedes us here on Sunday mornings. I hope you enjoy the hour of radio we're about to do for you now. I hope you enjoy the show Following us at 11 o'clock, Two Thumbs Undecided, the movie review show that is sweeping the nation. I hope you enjoy the show after that, The Brooklyn Conversation, with Rosie. Will she have a way... Will she have way too many people from a big band in this little radio studio today? I don't know. You'll have to tune in to find out. At 11... 58, will she be barging in on, uh, on Zach to, like, move furniture out of the studio so that she can make room for, like, a uh, set of bongo drums? Maybe. Hope, hope, hope we find out later today. And I hope you enjoy that, and I hope you enjoy at 1 p.m. Objection to the Rule. Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. It's coming up at 1 p.m. with Ori and the gang. But right now, this is Young Persons Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. 
here with you until 11 o'clock this morning. Or as a podcast that comes out the Friday after the show. Whether you're listening to this live here at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com or on the Radio Free Brooklyn app, which is available anywhere you get your apps, iOS, iPhone, Apple Store, Android app, any of it is there for you to download, take with you. Now, loyal listeners of this show might notice that uh, the tone is a little different this morning. Usually we start off, we're all pumped up, I'm yelling. I, usually I yell right away. First thing I do on this show every week is yell at the top of my lungs. But things are different now. As you know, I recently spent time in Los Angeles. Did the show live from the Santa Monica Pier. And as you also might know, I was kicked out of Los Angeles. Told never to come back. Um, so we've been kind of roaming around. Trying to find some new live remote sections, uh, segments to do for the show. Uh, but yeah, I was kicked out of L.A., Told it was a real stay out of Malibu Lebowski kind of thing, but it was like the it was Mayor Eric Garcetti saying it about LA. But I thought to myself, you know, just because I'm not in California doesn't mean I can't bring that California beach sensibility to my life here in New York. Right? You can take the boy out of California. Or in my case, the boy... So here's how the saying goes now. The boy can visit California in the world of his radio show. Get kicked out of California. Told never to return. And then... But you can't take California out of the boy. So... You might hear those waves crashing behind me. And that's because where am I right now? I'm on the roof of a houseboat. Tied up to a dock in the Hudson River. And let me just tell you, I ain't never leaving this bad boy. I'm, la- I'm literally laying on my back on the roof of a houseboat that is not mine. It's tied to a dock in the Hudson River. And it's a beautiful morning. I can see, uh, I can see the roof of Chelsea Piers. Every- There's like a, a team from a corporation... You know how like, everybody who has these like corporate jobs are just like, yeah, my team is all coming. Like everybody on my team. Oh, I love my team. My teammates and I are so close. I'm going to bring my team out to happy hour. And we're going we're gonna to throw back some frozen marks. And then we're going to go throw some axes. At this like axe throwing place in Brooklyn. Me and my team are going to get freaking trashed after work on frozen margs and then go to Brooklyn and throw some axes at targets. So many, just, if you don't know, so, take my word for it, so many people are doing this exact thing in New York City today. That's where we are as a city. Everybody on my team are getting sloshed on frozen margs, getting on the A train, zipping on down to Brooklyn Going into an axe throwing place, getting a fistful of axes, and then throwing them at wooden targets. Me and my team. It's a team building. But that's not what's going on Chelsea Piers rooftop tonight. No, there's people up there doing trapeze. There's people who don't know the roof of Chelsea Piers is where it all gets started, baby. 
You go into Chelsea Piers, you think, oh, I guess this place is just a basketball gym. Oh, no, 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 no. You go up to that roof, they got trapeze that anyone can do. They got tennis courts up there. They got, it's like a carnival. It's rock climbing. It's nuts. You go in, you pay, you pay the entrance fee at Chelsea Piers. You could stay for a week, not get bored. All kinds of crazy stuff you can do. Hang upside down. Do those, do those sit-ups that like people do in apocalyptic movies, but they're still trying to stay fit where they like have a, they like hook their legs around a chin-up bar and they're doing these like full body mid-air sit-ups. And just like, yeah, Will Smith, kill those zombies. That's an I Am Legend reference, folks. So I'm on the roof of this houseboat and feeling good, just describing what I see. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, people have been, when I, I told everybody I was going to do the show from here this morning, people were asking me, well, aren't you worried that the people who live on that houseboat, are they going to wake up? And I'm not worried about them waking up because nobody can wake up for the show, apparently, is the uh, message I get repeatedly. Oh, I'd love to listen to your show, but uh, never up that early. People call the show, and they're just like, eh, I never get up this early, but I have a special reason. That's great. But that's just a time zone thing. You know, what time? It's, it's uh, what is it, 3 o'clock in England? That's where, that's everybody's looking for something to do then. The big English following. 718-928-9732 is our number. That's 718-928-9732 for the Young Persons Radio, live from a houseboat tied to a dock in the middle of the Hudson River special here on this gorgeous Sunday morning. This is my little taste of California in New York, gang. We can talk about anything you want. I'm an open book, an open book. You can ask me a a personal question. Uh, uh, you can ask me uh, who I'm rooting for in the NBA playoffs. I'm not going to tell you now. you got to call in to ask first. 718-928-9732. That's 718-928-9732 if you'd like to call. Uh, we could talk about what? What else? What? El- wh- uh, I mean, there is really, there's only one topic on the table, right? And that is, you guessed it. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones returns tonight. <clears throat> I am excited to watch, although I do not think this show is good, right? I've watched hours and hours and hours of this thing that I do not think is good just to be a part of the conversation, you know. But it's going to be a fun season, I'm sure. There are things that I think that could happen that would get me excited to watch. Number one, you remember a couple seasons ago when Ed Sheeran had a cameo? I want him to come back. So he does. So for people who haven't seen it, Game of Thrones is like it's a fantastical world and uh, medieval uh, aesthetics and all this stuff. And then it's like. This episode begins, and it's like the season premiere. Everyone's excited, and it's like Arya Stark is, like, coming upon this camp in the frozen woods. And uh, who is there but Ed Sheeran <laughs> singing his little song? Um, but I, So I want this character—I want Ed Sheeran's character to come back, and I want him to, like, sing an entire one of, like, his songs from today, where it's like they're just around this campfire— you know, and he's just like, and they see, they say she's in the class 18, stuck in her daydream. But he does like the whole thing. Best things in life come free to us. Right? And she ran. He does this whole thing. It's like three minutes of screen time. And you just like see all the characters there just like watching him. Sing this song. It's like from today. 
Best thing, worst things in life come free to us. Cause we're just under the upper hand. Go mad for a couple grams. She don't wanna go outside tonight. It's great. It's not great. So he sings this whole song. And then, who is it? The Hound? No, the Hound's dead. Uh, freaking, who's that big guy on it? The big guy with, like, the, the helmet who's, like, all fucked up. Hound's brother, who's just, like, a, mon- a literal monster. So he's there. He's there at the campfire with Ed Sheeran, and he's just like, Wow, that was really good. You should be a traveling minstrel. And he's like, well, me and my friend, who's a tailor, roam swiftly across Westeros. Giving our show to anyone who will listen. We're just like, oh. Yeah, I want that character to come back. Couple other things I think could happen. Is it too late for there to be a new character played by Eric Andre in Game of Thrones? I feel like Eric Andre would be the like he'd be he'd just be like going nuts at a battle. Like you would you saw we saw Eric Andre show when he would just like run and jump through his own desk. He just like does that, but it's like to an orc or wherever they're fighting to a White Walker. I think that would be a nice thing for the show. This I, this would be the biggest swing. I would respect the the the, the hell out of it if. Game of Thrones just became like a legal drama where they sue the White Walkers and it's just like a courtroom scene after courtroom scene for the next like the next seven episodes. Caller, you're on the air on Young Versus Radio with me, Colby. Hey, <laughs> Colby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the commitment, Tim, is I I appreciate it. This is Tim Keck, everybody. Our Has loyal anyone caller. ever told you how early the show is? Oh, they, you know what? They tell me. I don't even have to ask, and they tell me. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh. It's like not even time for church yet. <laughs> no. No. That starts at 11. I'm a big fan of the, uh, like the 7 p.m. Sunday service. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I want it to be the last thing that I do on the weekend is go to church. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because then it's only 24 hours until your 7 o'clock <laughs> Monday night service. And, uh, you know, <laughs> then it's only uh, yeah. five days until this podcast comes out. That's how you That's how you beat the Sunday scaries, is what I'm hearing. Is you just, uh, you go to church so you don't have to think about it. Right. Right. It's a cocoon, you know, an emotional cocoon, a support system. So yeah. I don't have to think about how much tomorrow's going to suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find yeah. you find some solace in your community. They take your mm-hmm. mind off mm-hmm. of it for a little mm-hmm. bit. I will say. Speaking of community, oh, let's hear it. What? No, no, no. Well, I was going to say another church thing. What were you going to go too far away from that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the church thing? So when I was a kid. And we would go. There were two services. There was like a 9 a.m. and an 11.30, I think. Or 10.30, maybe. I think it was 10.30. The 9 a.m. and a 10.30. And uh, the 10.30 was like, that was the one all the old people would go to. And so the pastor would like have a different, a different sermon that was like a little more conservative for the old people. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I remember him, he was like, he was talking about, there was like some, that's all these Bible stories about just like people boning who shouldn't bone, right? That's what like <laughs> so many of them are about. Yeah. And uh, he was like talking about the one and he like got into some, some like sex detail and he just, he said out loud, I can't say that at 1030. <laughs> oh man. And that's everyone was like, wit, like you need oh, from a pastor. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, he's noticed too. He's noticed the patterns that we have noticed. Yeah, I mean, people don't realize, like, we've had this, people had to sell Bibles back in the day, you know? And what sells? Sex. <laughs> Bible's full of sex. They, they got to move product. 
<laughs> there was like a uh, like a, an edition of the Bible. It's like, oh, there's a new book out of the Bible, and it's like Ecclesiastes, and there's just like a scantily clad lady on the front. Yeah. <laughs> and she's making that like shh sound with like her finger over her mouth. <laughs> Rated R. Ecclesiastes. You have to, you're, you're not going to believe what's inside. <laughs> this isn't your grandma's Bible. But you have to believe, so get on board. <laughs> it's a long subtitle. You're not gonna read you're not gonna want to read this while God's watching. <laughs> it's like all those like Ecclesiastes is a slutty one too. All those... It just sounds like a horned up <laughs> yeah. book. Well that's just the one that's the one with like like all the rules in it. That's the one with like there in everything there is a season, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to right. like sow seeds. A, t- a time to harvest. A time to lay your lover down in the grass and slowly kiss your way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just becomes uh, like titillating, you know. But anyway, yeah. you were going to talk about community. Well, now I, now I thought of something else. Okay. <laughs> I had. Uh, I went away. My I, freaking man. mind is going all over the place this morning. I'm just following the muse, dude. Your show is like the cup of coffee. I'm not gonna have <laughs> just every I part of the brain. Awake now, you hook you up to an EKG. Every part of the brain would be lighting up right now. <laughs> oh <laughs> bing, man! Bing, 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 bing. I, uh... It's off the charts. He must be listening to Young Person's Radio. <laughs> Either that or drinking a Red Bull. <laughs> or reading Ecclesiastes. Mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes. It uh, gives you wings. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, uh, so church going, growing up was, was brutal. It always felt like our services were like three hours. I don't think they were. They're probably like an hour and a half, but it was just the most excruciating mm-hmm. hour and a half ever. I went yeah. to, like, a church camp, one, like, a weekend away. I mean, it was just, like, an overnight camp once. Mm-hmm. And the best part of it was that the, one of the pastors there giving a sermon dropped an F-bomb. <laughs> and it was awesome. It was so great. I bet it was. <laughs> and uh, the whole thing, his sermon was about, like, and it's, like, a bunch of, like, kids, I guess. Like, like we're in elementary school or whatever. And uh, the sermon was about, like, whether or not you think God's around all the time, or, like, you know, whether or not you think God is going to, like, take direct action when you pray for a specific thing. <laughs> okay. And uh, it's like, do you think God is um, having a direct hand in everything? And he's like, you know, I really hope God isn't, like, watching us all the time, because then he'll realize how fucked up we are. Ha! Okay. You know, the idea being that, like, you know, he made this thing and whatever, and I actually, I actually liked it. I remember it, and I'll never forget it. Yeah. But well, then uh, okay, his yeah. very next sermon was just apologizing for <laughs> saying the F-1. Oh He's like, so a lot of people complained to me. Uh, <laughs> <this>. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. I'm so sorry. Oh, so in the, it, wasn't, like, it wasn't a slip-up? Like he meant to say it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I assumed it yeah. like slipped out and he was just like, whoop. whoop. I think he, I think he oh. planned it. And I think he knew that it would be by far the coolest thing that happened to any of us. Uh, was he like uh, a younger in a, in a guy? That, no, he was like an older guy. Oh, interesting, interesting. Gray hair, gray yeah. beard. He was trying to. He was like a very hip dude. Uh huh. Like trying to connect with people. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a hip old guy. That's sounds... he's like of the generation of pastors where they're like, yeah, I curse sometimes. <laughs> Who cares? The generation cool, of pastors. Needs. I play drums. <laughs> I love it. What was his name? I don't remember his name. Why would I remember okay. his name? I don't, well, you remember every other detail about him. Well, he, he said fuck in front of me when I was a child. <laughs> I've got to remember that. That was, that, yeah, I mean, that. There, that, that's, that is the thing I kind of wish I could get back. It's just the, like, how exciting it was to hear someone curse when you were a kid. Like someone, like a teacher saying, like, hell, you know? Like, yeah. they slip up and say, like, what the hell or something. And it's just like, oh, ho, 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 a crack. <laughs> there is a crack in everything. 
that's how the light gets in. <laughs> yeah, there is like that uh, uh, black and white element of being a child where it's like, oh, this is a good thing and this is a bad yeah. thing. And I remember at one point being like, man, it's a, you're a bad person if you curse or yeah. have a cigarette. And now it's like, oh, yes. yeah, I guess, uh, you know, there's uh, shades of gray for everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. just all just people making choices, man. Nothing good, nothing bad. Just people making just choices. Just people being people, man. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, Tim, you know, the first, the go first, ahead. Man, we are we cannot be on the same wavelength the of, today. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, the thing I said about the Game of Thrones thing, we were like, uh, Eric Andre should be on Game of Thrones. Yes. I, like, pictured in my head Andre 3000. <laughs> and I was like, what was what would Crawny ass, mustache toting Andre three thousand do in Game of Thrones. He'd just be like the tiny guy who like reports. Anyway, I just think he'd be a great addition to the Game yeah. of Thrones universe. Andre three thousand comes up and he's like, Khaleesi. Khaleesi, <laughs> what should we do? She says attack, and he goes, All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. A message from the east. <laughs> Strange winds blow this night. Yeah. A, a bad omen what, for the coming battle. What I was going to say, but then he raps about it. Oh, man. I do like the idea of just, you ever watch a show? Sometimes, like, you'll be watching, I think it's like a lot of, like, like uh, mainstream TV or whatever, like a network yeah. TV show, where they'll just have an episode where, like, five minutes of it is somebody singing a song. Yes. Like a, like a pop star just shows up, and they're like, well, we have Prince. I guess he's got to sing something. Like it, yeah, like Ed Sheeran. It'd be amazing if Game of Thrones became that. Yeah. Did you hear me talk about this earlier? Yeah. 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 The first thing I heard, I was kind of waking up still. But okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know when you. Did you ever told you how early the show is? It's like hard to wake up for. Fuck you. I know all I have to do is press a button and like listen. Uh huh. But it's too early for that. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Everyone's yeah. out. Well, everyone's out. Clock. When you when you live a, a a a hip young rage every Saturday night lifestyle, you're not up at ten trying to listen to anything. You're you're uh you're uh, uh, uh sleeping off of this coke coma that you induced the night before. Yeah. Ugh. So I I do have a radio. I do have like a, an alarm clock radio that'll like wake me up to the radio. Okay. But I don't know like what station this is. What do you what do you mean? Like is it like FM ninety three? Oh, uh you know, Tim, it's AM one oh four. It's not on the terrestrial radio. It's it's online only. I thought this was a radio show. Well it's it's uh it is. We just have different rules than the AMF. Okay, so then like what number do I put in my radio? <laughs> I just want to be able to wake up well, to your you show every, a, you, you know. You need an app. Every Sunday. You, you can't get it. Like, if you're just driving around in your car, you know, you can't just get it. You, uh, gotta, you need to seek I mean, it out. <laughs> you can't just stumble upon it, you know. You gotta, you gotta press the Radio Free Brooklyn button. Oh. Well, speaking of stumbling upon it. Okay. I, uh... You know, now that there's like Game of Thrones, and there's I just have not watched the past couple seasons. I don't think, or maybe just one season. Yeah, I don't know. I just know that I'm not caught up. Mm-hmm. And I think I shouldn't watch it until I'm caught up. No, I mean I skipped the whole season. I skipped season five. Didn't watch it. Started watching season six. I think I asked my friend like two questions, and then I was like, "Nah, I got it." I'm sure you've got it. I'm, you probably do have it. You'll be but fine. It's like, you know, now everybody wants to go see Avengers Endgame. Yes. And I'm like, cool, so what'd you think of, of Ant-Man and the Wasp? And they're mm. like, oh, I didn't see that. And it's like, fuck you. Endgame isn't for you then. Get out of there. You go see watch all. all the other movies. Go watch Thor Dark World. There's only 22 movies. Thor Dartboard? 10 years. What? Thor Dartboard? Dark World. It's just like... Like Thor, Thor, movie. Thor and his buddies hanging out in like the sports bar, eating wings and playing darts. I mean, wouldn't you love to see that movie? Loki, if I defeat you, that's not quite his accent, but Loki, you cheat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Loki's like, Loki's like, 
Uh, you think I'm you. you think I'm over here, brother? But actually, I'm on this side of the room. Classic Loki. I'm throwing the dots from here, brother. Loki, <laughs> you bastard! I'm trying to defend Asgard. <laughs> uh. <laughs> trying to think of anything other than Thor. I feel like Thor. <laughs> Iron Man at the bar. You uh, could be an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he shows up at the end. I've, it's like every other one of these movies where it's like Robert Downey Jr. shows up at the very end. It's like Thor's lost to Loki and darts, and so he like is not king of Asgard anymore. And then he's just like got his head down on the bar uh, with like all these empty glasses around him to show that he is drunk. And then uh, uh, the door like kicks open and you just kind of see like a foot come down on the floor and it's like a nice fancy shoe. And then he walks over and then it's the reveal. Uh, it's Robert Downey Jr. And he's like, Thor, we're putting together a team. I thought you were going to say Nick Fury. But Nick Fury's a submarine team. No, nah, it's Iron Man. Iron Man's putting okay. together a team. Iron Man is the big, Iron Man could have a team. big recruitment officer. Let's do you know every. What, let's do every what? Avenger. Let's let's do an impression of every Avenger right now. Throw me an Avenger. Oh jeez. Um, all right, Black Panther. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> let's hear you do an impression <laughs> of Black Panther. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Well, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> Uh, okay. Welcome to Wakanda. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, here she is. My name is Carol! (laughs) So, like, okay, here's my question. Did we talk about this? Welcome to Wakanda, and my name is Carol. (laughs) Which, by the way, if you're going to have a moment where the character yells, My name! It can't be Carol. I'm sorry. I know it is in the comic book, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. My name is it because her real name in the show. It's like my name is it Marvell, which Marvell is a kind of a cool name, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's Carol. (laughs) You know what I do think, and I and I do recognize that like all of these Marvel movies suck. Well, there's like three that are like arbitrarily good movies and the rest of them like they all suck in different ways because that's like they're comic book movies they're dumb action well, comic book movies and you gotta be able to turn off your brain a little bit you know yeah, at some I mean, point a character's gonna yell that her name's Carol they're fun it's fine but I see like all these I was looking at lists and people like ranking the movies mm-hmm. and if they don't have like all the Avengers movies at the top of the list it's like who the fuck are you kidding someone's right. like oh Age of Ultron's the worst movie it's like yeah but this is the, they're all together you get to see Iron Man and Thor hanging out together. Mm-hmm. That already makes it one of the best movies. Right. That's the whole point of this show. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I feel like all the other, the the individual character movies are like, you've got the hero, you've got the, the old, slightly older character played by a like lovable veteran actor. You know, like in Iron Man, it's Jeff Bridges. Uh, in Captain Marvel, it was Annette Bening. Uh, Thor had Odin. Thor, right, America right. Anthony had, Hopkins. Uh, had, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Right. This character will die in the movie. Yeah. Uh, in some way that is consequential to the story. And, uh, you know, then they'll be upset about it. That's like the vague character map. Right. That's a classic trope, though. Yeah. Right? Is like, you know. Harry Potter, spoiler alert, Dumbledore needs to die in order for Harry Potter to, like, to rise. Man yeah. he's he needs to, to get be. out of the way. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. Need, yeah. And the number of, like, fantasy stories or, or movies I've seen where, like, you know, the hero ultimately has to go it alone is, is crazy, you mm-hmm. know? I always thought that was interesting about uh, The Matrix. I think we were talking about the Matrix the other day. It's like Morpheus doesn't die in the Matrix, right? No. I always thought that was crazy, but he just gets so much more powerful than Morpheus that it doesn't matter. Right. But I'm just—it's always surprising to me that he—he he wasn't killed in those movies. Yeah. Like you think that would have been, 
necessary in order for Neo to like evolve. Yeah, I feel like uh, um, Lord of the Rings does it the best because you have Gandalf die in the first movie, then he just comes back and is better. Well, they realized they needed him to keep the story interesting at all. Yeah, they really did. But that is the great... Him dying in that first movie is so good. The, fly, you fools. And then he's out. It's the worst thing that could happen uh, to Frodo. I read something online where he was... uh, Because one of the big flaws in that movie or that story is like, well, if the birds are just going to fly them home, why don't they just use the birds to fly there? Uh Uh-huh. And so someone was like, he said fly because he wanted them to take the birds. And then they were like, okay, whatever, I guess we'll walk. Oh, that's stupid. I think that's hilarious. That's. I think it's so funny that he had the secret plan <laughs> to just fly over there. And, like, it doesn't make any sense why the birds can't help him out. Fly, you fools. Ugh. <laughs> wow. That's so stupid. Pretty incredible. Yeah. Did you see this, uh, this Star Wars trailer? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have no more faith in Star Wars anymore. Like, I, I don't know. care. This sh- I think I'm going to say this now. Young Persons Radio officially hates Star Wars now. I think it's done. I think I'm, I'm done with it. Like, I'm going to see that movie, but uh, I am not excited about it. And that thing of, like, when, you know that moment at the end, and for people, I, I'm just going to say it now. At the end of the trailer, Luke Skywalker goes, no one's ever really gone. And then you hear, <laughs> So it's like Palpatine's back, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I, I heard it happen, and I'm telling you, I got pissed off. <laughs> My <laughs> first thought was, come on! <laughs> like, I'm yeah. just so bored with, the, like, that was the villain for six movies. Yeah. Ugh, I'm, I can't. Uh, I, I, I'm just, I, I'm sick of it. Sick of it. I'm sick of all this nerd shit, Tim. From that now on, possibly called like the rise of Skywalker too. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. why? Skywalker's I, dead. Yeah, I know. I know. Maybe it's. Uh, Is there another Skywalker? Is that the whole point of this? Well, I guess Kylo Ren. Uh, I don't even want to get into it. This is so lame. This. Uh, I can't believe I know this much about it. Also, you know what I mean. Where it's just like, I was about to just be like, well, I mean, you could argue that Kylo Ren's a Skywalker because uh, Leia was his mother, and she is uh, also a Skywalker. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I mean, you could argue Rogue One's the best of those movies. <laughs> well, I mean, you... It's like a standalone thing. You could argue anything. Good. I like Rogue One. You could argue anything. You don't like Rogue One? <laughs> no. But I don't. I don't know. I just I can't I can't like get I can't get it up for I can't get it up for any of them I can't like even get that invested in it. Yeah, like I can't like summon the passion necessary to even argue about these movies. But also, also part of it is just like you can get this literally anywhere. <laughs> like it's like all right, new episode of the podcast, and this time we rank the Star Wars movies, and then we like get super like. Super mad at each other. Yeah. During it, how could you say three C three PO sucks? How could you say that? You have no respect for Lucas's vision. Yeah. I don't know. It's a bummer when something can't ever get past like its original thing. Yeah. You know, like, well, we need all the old characters to be back. Well, we need all this other stuff. I mean, I'm really just waiting for, like, if they could start a whole nother trilogy in the same universe, I think I'd be on board for that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I agree. Which is something Marvel, I mean, Marvel's been able to do that. They've invented a few characters or made a few characters that nobody knew existed mm-hmm. uh, into household names. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome and it proves their model works. Yeah. But if you want to add some real strength to the Star Wars story in a way that doesn't undermine all the literature, because somehow they've been allowing people to just write Star Wars books for yes. like years. Yeah, they've been people have been reading about Star Wars. There's like this whole mythology around it, and then they come out with movies that just contradict everything that people have been like caring about Star Wars for for like mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, just that bait and switch from them is. Of the highest order. I can't it think of anybody who's done it worse. I mean, people have written about this 
that like in the 90s uh there was a concerted effort between like this there was this group of fantasy writers basically who were all like we want to write Star Wars books and they coordinated with each other and with like whatever whatever like it's not Lucasfilm but it was like whatever division of Lucasfilm was in charge of like the publishing side uh to like not step on each other's toes story wise and they would it was like this weird <clears throat> this pretty like unheard of thing in terms of like uh um uh literature for lack of a better word that I've heard of where it's just like this big group of like you know several people all being like well I want to do this okay well that means I can do this or I can't do that and they're all just kind of like working together but also separately on this like group of books and stories uh I mean it's pretty amazing well, I mean that kind of stuff is more interesting to me as like a as like a, a consumer of the thing than uh we're going to get another continuation of uh the Skywalker story you know um, right, but uh, it's really just uh, I mean, it's very cool. But you're not going to get that. You're not going to get people taking these like big swings, you know. Uh, these movies have like all the money in the world behind them just to like play it as safe as possible. Yeah. Hmm. I want to see like, you know, David Lynch was supposed to direct Return of the Jedi. Like they offered it to him. I mean, he eventually turned it down. Wow. I want to see something weird like that. That would get me on board if it was... I mean, Marvel takes a lot of risks with their directors, too. Mm Mm-hmm. They really do. I was listening to something about uh, James Gunn the other day, and he directed, like, indie films before that, and then they hand him, you know, a $100 million movie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of incredible. I mean, that's how you get, like, Thor Ragnarok, that dude directs, like, some comedy, like, shorts. And then all of a sudden, this directing I mean, that a blockbuster. Guy, like, that's crazy. That's Ta- how you get crazy new ideas. And, Taika Waititi. Taika yeah. Waititi. I mean, that guy rules. Uh, He's awesome. I read today that uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is going to be uh, writing the script for the next James Bond movie. Or, like, helping on it. And I think that is the kind of thing that I am really into. I think that's awesome. Yeah. She was like I don't know who that is. She was uh she's like the 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 um the creative voice behind that show Killing Eve. Oh. And she did this play Fleabag that like won all these awards and she was the voice of like the feminist droid in uh in Solo. Remember that one? Huh. Um, yeah. So she's but I don't know if it's true or not, but um that would be great. I'm into that. And it does sound pretty fun. I gotta do some stuff like that, man. Yeah. Anyway. What, are you making breakfast? Me? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That's cool. I like wandering around, I'm getting a check outside. You know, it's so hot now. It's like mm-hmm. warm in my apartment. Yeah. It's just like warm out now. I know. It's crazy. I know. It's really nice to be out here on the houseboat. Just soak it in the I don't get race. it. I don't know what to do. Just soak it yeah, in the race. Yeah, the water nice? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's a, little, it's a little brown, but I think it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. New York water's kind of gross. <laughs> you know, incredible to drink. I gotta say, yeah. we've got some tasty water, but I don't like looking at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, things are starting to get a little busier here on the pier, or on the dock. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, you got any final thoughts? Any parting words? Any final thoughts? Uh, man, I don't know. I wish I'd gotten some better cereal uh, for breakfast today. I got these like these wheat things, and they're going to be fine. I'm, uh-huh. not, I'm not pumped about it. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go buy some more cereal now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll go buy some cereal right now. Tim, you should get out there in that in that nice spring morning and uh, go buy some Sam, cereal. Sam, dude, I'm going to go get some fun cereal today. Just you watch. Right you on. Watch. That, what are we talking? Yeah, uh, uh, Chex Mix? Chex Mix? <laughs> what? What's the cereal with, like, the frog on the front? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, you mean Smacks? Sma- honey Smacks. Yes. I'll get some Smacks. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Remember some Smacks? <laughs> I got to get a hat, though. It's so sunny out. I just want to have a side. And it's so sunny. It's very I, need, sunny. I need a hat. It's so nice. 
I'm going to walk around. All right. I'm going to grab my hand. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to get some snacks. I'm going to walk around the houseboat for a while. It's a big houseboat. This is the dream. All right, Tim. It's good talking to you as always, buddy. All right, Colby. Always a thrill. Have a great time on the houseboat. Thanks, man. Come out. Tim out. And then the click. And he's gone. 718-928-9732 is our number. That's 718 718- Nine two eight nine seven three two. I'm seeing uh, uh, there's like some there's really you know what's great about about uh, about the Hudson about being on a houseboat in the Hudson is like there's just nobody around. It's so peaceful. I could just hear the waves kind of lapping up against the side of island of Manhattan. Uh, but I do see, I do see a couple. It looks like a couple people are kind of gathering on the dock, I guess. And they're setting up... Oh, my God. They're setting up speakers? Could that be... Could could it be? Oh, my God, it is. It's Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefers. <laughs> It's gonna blow! What is? Oh man, I know what that means! Hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go when the ball game blows. Well, let me hear ya. I don't know. Up on the lawn. I don't know. I'm on the boat! I don't know where I'm gonna go. Oh, cause the volcano. Got your tidal waves out on the sea. Okay, that's an unrelated detail, but I'll go with you. Suffer smoke up in the sky. That's because an eruption is about to happen. The parrot heads all they know how to fly. Alright. I don't need you to the pandering. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go in the volcano uh oh, what'd she say about the volcano? Hey James, you'd better watch your feet. You make she calls you James? That lava comes out soft and hot. Everyone else calls you Jimmy, you make her call you, you better James. Lava me now, lava me oh, I get it. It was the love lava me. See, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go. God, Mr. Utley. It's not much of a solo for Mr. Utley. He's just running his hand up and down the piano, and that's his solo. Why even call him out, Jimmy? No time to count. What time worth? It's a lot these days, Bubba. Hey, I just left the planet Earth. Oh, he's high as a kite. But to where I go, I hope there's wrong. Uh-huh. After these two shows, I'm gonna have me some. Oh, my God. You? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go in the volcano. But I don't want to land in New York City. Hey. Don't want to land in Mexico. Don't want to see my skin the glow At the top of the river Atlantic Comanche Sky Park Or in Nashville, Tennessee Why not? Don't want to land in the San Juan Airport Customs there, they hassle of me No, no, no Don't want to land in San Diego I'd rather land where I can't see No, no, no Don't want to land in the Gulf of Cedra Cincinnati's fine with me You're in New York, Jimmy you're not in Cincinnati. I don't know where I'm gonna go in the volcano. Watch out now. I don't know. For what, the lava? I don't know. I never will. I don't know where I'm gonna go.
there's fireworks. Oh, there's fireworks happening. <laughs> Thank you. You got it, Jimmy. Oh, there's fireworks now. <laughs> oh my god. That's uh I did not expect the pyrotechnics at the end of that song. Oh my god. Oh wow. Yeah, heck that's that's the guy. That's that's your guy right there. He does two a couple things that I love, which is naming the city name checking the city he's in during the song. Which is great. Or it's like if I if he like names a location in the song, he'll change it to be where he is at the moment. He's just like I can't imagine going to it. Just like him, him just thinking, oh, they're gonna be so freaking pissed in my if I talk about how I like a different place than Cincinnati. Better change it up. Just going to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Just like all right, I can't. I'm excited to see Jimmy. Or I guess James, if you're nasty. I'm excited to see Jimmy, but. I gotta say, if he does not mention that Cincinnati is good, I don't know if I'll be buying my Margaritaville Tour t-shirt. He also does the working the title of the next song into the onstage banter, which is fun. He's just like talking and just be like, uh, yeah, it's great to be here in Cincinnati, but, uh, come Monday, we'll be somewhere else. Okay, and then, then the song starts. Well, I can hear people starting to wake up downstairs in the houseboat. So I'm going to start getting on out of here. Try and enjoy this spring day. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been Young Persons Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith. We'll be back next week. Uh, In the meantime, keep that dial tuned to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, Two Thumbs Undecided will be coming up shortly. The Brooklyn Conversation after that. Objection to the rule after that, after that. And uh, uh, let's just keep the good times rolling. Let's get some of that banter. Okay. Here, here it is, my favorite. People came from all kinds of latitudes to come see us. All kinds of latitudes. Thank you. All right, can't do another one. Can't do another one. Here's something more our speed. Oh, God, it's a master class ad. Here's something more our speed. Here's Titus Andronicus, everybody. Bye. Now I'm blame so silent.